Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, September 12th. Today, I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. That was House Speaker Kevin McCarthy speaking this morning, saying the GOP has uncovered what he called a, quote, culture of corruption while they've been on summer recess. He claims Biden was improperly involved in his son's foreign business dealings. But so far, Republicans haven't presented any evidence to back that up. The move comes amid increasing pressure from McCarthy's right flank to move ahead with an impeachment, despite resistance from some moderates. McCarthy didn't mention a vote, though, and sources say he won't put anything on the floor until he knows what support he has. McCarthy's juggling this and a looming deadline to get a spending bill through the House and avoid a government shutdown before the end of the month. Today starts what legal experts are calling the country's biggest monopoly case in decades. Google is facing off in court against the federal government, where its search engine, the core of its business that brings in billions of dollars in revenue, is being challenged. CNN's Brian Fung is in the courthouse watching this hearing very closely. So Brian, what's the government's argument here? So Krista, U.S. prosecutors say Google has allegedly abused its dominance in the online search space by limiting competition to make the search engine the default and exclusive option on products used by millions of people. Now, Google maintains they haven't done anything illegal given they think it's up to the consumer to choose tools that work the best. But the government says Google has deliberately restricted their ability to choose. So how long is this trial supposed to be and what's at stake here? It's slated to last several weeks, and if the government gets its way, it could possibly upend the way people Google things or pave the way for a more aggressive antitrust agenda by the government. Prosecutors kick things off in court today by claiming, quote, this case is about the future of the internet. Cavalcante is considered armed and extremely dangerous. Police believe the convicted murderer who escaped a Pennsylvania prison 13 days ago now has a rifle. Police say Danilo Cavalcante stole the gun with ammunition from someone's garage. A resident was home at the time. He grabbed a pistol and fired at Cavalcante, but the escaped inmate managed to flee with the rifle. Police don't believe he was injured in the shooting. Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens says the weapon doesn't change their search tactics. We have always considered him to be a risk. We just now absolutely know that he has a weapon. He's killed two people previously. I would suspect that he's desperate enough to use that weapon. The Biden administration is moving toward freeing five Americans the U.S. State Department says have been wrongfully detained by Iran by allowing banks to transfer $6 billion in restricted Iranian funds to Qatar. By issuing this waiver, it means banks can make the transfers without worrying about sanctions. It's the clearest sign yet that the process to get U.S. citizens home could be coming to an end. That process began to move forward in August, when four of the Americans were released into house arrest. There's also a prisoner swap component to this deal, with a notice to Congress written by Secretary of State Antony Blinken saying that the U.S. has, quote, committed to release five Iranian nationals currently held in the states. The State Department says Qatar will oversee the dispersal of the six billion, and funds will be restricted to purchasing humanitarian goods. Up next, another challenge to try to block Donald Trump from a state's ballot in 2024. Former President Donald Trump is facing another lawsuit to try to block him from being included on the ballot in 2024. This time it was filed in Minnesota, where Free Speech for People wants to invoke the 14th Amendment's archaean insurrectionist ban. 
It's a post-Civil War provision that says any American official who takes an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution is disqualified from holding future office if they, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion, or have, quote, given aid or comfort to insurrectionists. Last week, another group filed a similar challenge in Colorado. Trump denies any wrongdoing and has vowed to fight to remain on the presidential ballot. Both suits are seen as legal long shots, though, because the Constitution doesn't spell out how to enforce this ban. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowen. Our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. <laughs>